0: Good morning, everybody. My name is Alex Barthet. I am a board certified construction lawyer, and Ariella unfortunately won't be able to join us today, so I'm going to take the helm here covering what is a contractor's final affidavit and when do I need to send one. So we're going to go ahead and get started. So today's agenda uh, on this webinar is pretty straightforward. We're going to talk about what is a contractor's final affidavit. We'll talk about what it must contain. Well, I'll show you what one looks like so uh, you can identify it. When do you need to send one, if you need to send one at all? If you are not a general contractor or in privity with the owner, then why is this important to you as a sub or a material supplier? So let's get started. What is a contractor's final affidavit? Simply stated, it's a document advising the owner of the property that the contractor is asking for final payment. It will also list on the document anybody that is unpaid that has lien rights. If there's nobody that, is, uh, that has lien rights that is unpaid, there's a section in the form which I'll show you that says that where you'll write N.A. or not applicable or none. Now, one thing that's very important to remember about this form is that this form, specifically titled Contractor's Final Affidavit, which is found in Florida's lien law in the statute itself, only needs to be sent by those that have a direct contract, also known as privity, with the owner. So if you are a subcontractor, meaning you have a contract with the general contractor, and you Um, finish the job and you need to get paid you do not need to send a contractor's final affidavit Um, what's sometimes confusing though is if you're a plumber as an example and you have a direct contract with the owner you under the lien law are considered a contractor and as such you would need to send a contractor's final affidavit because as I just said you have a direct contract with the owner So it's less about the scope of work that you provide and more about where you sit contractually with respect to the owner. Now, this document, while it is sworn under oath, it is different from a document that you may be used to seeing called the sworn statement or a sworn statement of account that's sometimes requested by an owner or a contractor. Um, So remember that this document, a contractor's final affidavit and a sworn statement of account Are similar but are not the same document so let's talk about what it must contain it's got to have the name of the owner and the contractor it needs to have a statement that the contractor has completed the work and it's going to list the amount that is currently due to the contractor now this document typically is accompanied with the lien so if a contractor that is someone with a direct contract with the owner irrespective of the scope of work they provide, when they lean the project, um, they would also send a contractor's final affidavit. Now you can send the contractor's final affidavit before you lean. That's okay. But if you decide to lean and you haven't sent the contractor's final affidavit yet, they should go at the same time. It also needs to include a statement that all leanors have been paid, and it must list the name and the amount of any unpaid lienors and finally this document is going to be sent or drafted and signed under oath so before a notary so let's take a look at the document Um, again this can be found in chapter 713 i'll also give you a link of where you can get this and several other forms Um, so it is a document that is signed under oath. So you'll list the state and the county where it's been notarized. Uh, in paragraph one, it's going to say who the the person is and what their title is, uh, and the name of the business. In paragraph two, it's going to say that they have a contract with an owner, and that the work is completed. In paragraph three, it's going to list the amount that is remaining due to from the owner to the contractor as the final payment. In the final paragraph, it's going to say that everyone that has a lien or has lien rights um, have been paid, and if not, it will list the name of a lien or and the amount that's due, and then the final section is the notary block. You can get this and many other forms uh, that you can download in Word format and use, um, including some release forms, uh, sworn statement of accounts, um, and obviously this contractor's final affidavit, at theleanzonecom forward slash forms. So when do you need to send one? Again, as I said, it's only if you have a direct contract with the owner and when you are requesting final payment. It's not required by a material supplier, which means that you only provide materials and no labor, um, even if you have a direct contract with the owner. So if I'm an owner, Uh, Sorry, if I'm a roofing supply house and I provide uh, roofing tiles for a project and I'm contracted directly by the owner and I'm submitting my request for final payment as a material supplier, I am not required to send a contractor's final affidavit. It is highly recommended that you do um, because it it can never hurt, but it doesn't prevent your lien rights uh, from maturing. And that really is the crux of of this entire uh, presentation, which is if you are a contractor and you are obligated to send a contractor's final affidavit to the owner, you need to send that no later than five days before you foreclose on your lien. If you don't send it within that time period, then you will lose your lien rights. Um, I'll give you an example of a situation in which we represented an owner, and that owner um, hired a roofer, and that roofer was typically a roofer that was a subcontractor, but in this case, uh, in one of the few situations um, for this roofer, he had a direct contract with an owner. So uh, he did some work, and there was a dispute. My client, the owner, uh, didn't want to pay him his final payment. It was about $20,000. Um, So the roofer filed the lien and filed a lawsuit to foreclose on the lien. Um, And it sat relatively dormant for the better part of a year. Um, And we realized when uh, we got the case that the contractor, the roofing contractor, never sent a contractor's final affidavit, um, which means that he needed to have sent that five days before he filed his lawsuit. Um, And remember, you need to file your lawsuit Uh, to foreclose on your lien no later than one year from the date of the recording of the claim of lien. So what we did uh, for the owner to exploit this technicality and the failure of the contractor, in this case, the roofing subcontractor, um, to send this notice, we just waited and waited and waited um, and did the least amount possible in the case. And then after a year expired, which was the time for the... uh, Contractor to record and file suit on the lien. We filed a motion with the court and said it's been more than a year. He never sent his contractor's final affidavit as he was required to. Um, it's past the year, so he can't fix the problem. So you should dismiss his case and his lien. And the judge agreed and threw out his case and awarded us all of the legal fees that we were uh, that we had incurred from the beginning of the case to that point in time. So That's an example where the failure to send the contractor's final affidavit um, can result in you as a contractor or someone in direct privity with the owner losing your lien rights and in this case, losing a lot more. He Not only did he not get the 20000 he thought he was going to get, he had to write us a check uh, at the end of the day for the legal fees that my client incurred. That's why we recommend that when you lien a job, if you are supposed to send a contractor's final affidavit, that you do that um, at the same time you record and send out your claim of lien. The only other time that you really need to send a contractor's final affidavit is if the notice of commencement on the project is terminated, and that typically happens during the course of a project when maybe bank financing comes midway through the job. That's the other time we typically see this happening. So why is this important for subcontractors and material suppliers? So if you're listening to this presentation and you say, well, I'm never in direct privity with the owner, so I I don't need to pay attention to this. Um, you, You do for two reasons. One is the example I gave you in the off chance that you have a direct contract with an owner, you need to make sure that you're aware of this requirement so that you don't lose your lien rights. But even when you are not, uh, in direct privity with the owner. The reason that you need to know about this document is because if an owner pays a contractor without getting a contractor's final affidavit, then that payment is considered under the law improper. And why is that important to you as a sub? Improper payments may require the owner to pay twice if the contractor. Or subcontractor did not pay the subs, sub subs, or material suppliers. Let me give you an example. If the owner makes a final payment to the contractor, and the contractor doesn't, uh, and the owner doesn't receive a contractor's final affidavit in exchange for that final payment, then if the contractor doesn't pay the subs. They don't lose their lien rights if the contractor pays the subs and the subs don't pay the sub subs. If they have lien rights, their lien rights are preserved, and as a result, the owner may have to pay twice. You know, many owners pay contractors and as a, and and believe that just by paying the contractor and getting a release from the contractor, they are protected. That is not true, and one of the ways that owners can better protect themselves is not only to make sure they get releases from everyone that sent a notice to owner, but not make the final payment to the contractor until the contractor has issued the contractor's final affidavit. So if you're a sub or a sub-sub or a material supplier to a sub or sub-subcontractor and you file the lien and the owner says, well, I don't owe you the money because I already paid the contractor, one of the things you can ask, The owner is, well, show me a copy of the contractor's final affidavit that you received, that you paid against when you issued the final payment. And at least in my experience, they hardly can ever do that.